0: God uses imperfect people to accomplish His perfect will. I really I really believe that. And that's the beauty of grace and the beauty
1: of uh, the Holy Spirit empowering us. Welcome to the Influencers Podcast. I'm Scott Young, co-host along with Dave Donaldson. Dave is out on assignment, not in the studio today, so we will do our best to carry on. The objective of our time together is to see the influence of your life grow to make your world a better world and the world we live in a better world. And you know what really helps with that? Wisdom. Let me ask you a question. When's the last time you needed wisdom? You came to a crossroads. Should you go this way? Should you go that way? You may be there today trying to make a decision. You know, the Bible has some great promises, and one of my favorites is in James chapter 1 when it says, If you lack wisdom, you can ask, and God will give it to you liberally. Our guest today, Boyd Bailey, is a wisdom hunter. In fact, he's the founder of an organization called Wisdom Hunter. It reaches out to some 86 nations every day, 100,000 emails go out to direct people towards wisdom and towards Christ. He's also co-founder of Ministry Ventures, which helps to coach and through its history has helped to coach over 1,000 faith-based nonprofits in board development, administration, fundraising, and, and finding wisdom. He's authored a new book, which we'll talk about, Spirit Calling, but other books, including The Spiritual Life of a Leader, Wisdom for Leaders, The Way of Wisdom. Can you hear a theme? Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. And Boyd, we're glad that you are with us today. And let me just start by just asking, what does it mean to be a wisdom hunter? Yes, Scott, great
0: being with you today as well. For me, a wisdom hunter is, is a humble, teachable follower of Jesus who really wants to understand the heart of god for their life and what he has for them and becoming the best version uh, of a jesus follower so i think wisdom and humility are so closely linked that he gives wisdom to the humble and the wise are humble and so um, it's a lifelong pursuit that i think over time uh the love of jesus continues to just seeping in our hearts and the mind of christ christ who is wisdom then becomes kind of our our thought process as we discover in scripture
1: now are you a natural hunter do you go out and hunt
0: you know, I, as a young man i did i think that kind of kept me out of trouble <laughs> a little bit i would hunt 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 and fish with my uncle um but no, not in my adult life. But but I do think there's that theme through Scripture of seeking the Lord, you know, being intentional.
1: So you're directing people to hunt, to seek for wisdom. Um, maybe some of the, the people that you've helped connect, maybe some of these people that listen to the devotions that you send out to the various nations, um, how has the wisdom that you're directing them to help them in their life or people that are today listening to us that wanna connect with wisdom hunters, um, how will finding the wisdom that you talk about help our lives?
0: Scott, you know how the Holy Spirit works, always surprising us in ways that we we haven't necessarily been thinking about. A friend told me years ago, Boyd, as long as you write and speak out of your challenges, weaknesses and failures, Mm -hmm. you'll never run out of content. And uh, and I have lots of content. And so really what we're experiencing is we're trying to write. There's three of us that are writers. Now, my son-in-law and another friend, Shanna out of Colorado Springs, but we, we try to write real time out of our own struggles, challenges. And so we feel like if we're vulnerable and honest and empathetic with others, then there's that crossroads of where the Holy Spirit can take our experiences in Scripture and hopefully comfort encourage challenge teach instruct inspire others that that would like to have that routine of a daily um word from the lord a daily uh devotional and so we we literally write these two weeks ahead of time we've been doing this i've been doing it personally for almost 20 years and our team for almost 10 years so yeah and and what's been fun to watch is for example recently there were some asian leaders and I, I really can't mention the country because of the the climate in that country right now, but um, they wanted a, a digital copy of one of the books, the leadership books. And I was like, absolutely. And so they went through that book as um, I think a, eight or 10 of them together. And, you know, they just do not have access to resources like we do here in the States. Mm-hmm. And to the man, we received this, Long thank you email uh, of how God used the principles of seeking wisdom, the principles of the character of Christ, as we see in the scriptures, and how that that just really gave them strength for the journey and insights in how to serve their their flock or to serve their business and to to try to lead like Jesus and to love well. And so, hearing those stories, I feel like it has that multiplier effect of trying to love the leaders who were then leading others. And then literally every day we receive encouragement from marriages that, you know, just, just need to understand better empathy, mm-hmm. you know, trying to respect your husband well or cherish your wife. And what does that look like? And thank you for giving us a reminder to do that, or, you know, training up their children or whatever it might be. Um, and so those individual notes, um, are so encouraging and in and And then what really brings me great joy, is, is then directing them to other resources to say here if 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 you need an additional uh teaching or training or discipleship in in uh prayer or sharing your faith or whatever it might be finan- finances or you know that's fun too it's like we just want to be um, a broker mm-hmm. for the lord and what he's trying to do in people's lives so,
1: so when you're writing when you're sitting you're praying you're going to write a devotional first of all are they super long? Are they bite-sized? And then do you begin with um, a topic in mind and go, I wonder where there's some wisdom for that? Or do you begin with a portion of scripture and say, what's the wisdom in that portion of scripture? Or how does a devotional flow out from your team uh, li- literally around the world? We do have
0: themes from time to time, sometimes around the calendar, you know, Mother's Day, Father's Day. Many times it's what we've been experiencing ourselves. I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. This week, I've been writing on what is the value of a good name? And, you know, what's the role of integrity in our lives as, as leaders and as followers of Christ? And I just felt a burden around that because of some, uh, a friend recently that I saw made a, made a, made a sequence of bad decisions and not, not being wise. Mm-hmm. And, how it's, really, how it's really damaged, uh, you know, 40 years of ministry now that because of these unwise decisions. And so, so for me, it had to flow out of my heart. And then we do kind of have our own rhythm. It's about 400 words, 500 maybe mm-hmm. at the most. Uh, we always like to have a worship song at the end. I feel like worship is such a beautiful way to kind of finish up a devotional idea. And it starts with a topic in the scripture and it just kind of works through Many times we'll quote uh, other Christian leaders that maybe have spent years or lifetimes meditating or thinking about that topic. Yep. Um, it's hard to improve on that kind of wisdom. So, um, yeah, and, and it's kind of like in speaking and writing for me. I have to be myself. You know, I want to mm-hmm. find my voice. What is that voice? And then be myself and try to get those words down and, and more than anything, try to communicate my heart about what God's
1: teaching me. And you've been seeking wisdom for over three decades. How have you seen your own personal life? How do you view the world differently than you did 30 years ago? I think, uh, you know, (laughs) looking back,
0: Scott, so I became a Christian in college and I was discipled by a businessman. And he taught me from the very beginning, you need to spend an hour with the Lord. I thought that was kind of, in the scripture you know we should spend an hour with the lord but i so i just didn't know any better i started doing that and it's actually grown over the years i'm in a season of life now where i have so much to do today i need to pray for three hours so i could discern but what i shouldn't do you know i think is where he was going with that um <clears throat> but having that mentor and then being able to 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 grow really in empathy i feel like um i feel i feel like my understanding of love is much deeper and broader. My motivation to serve and make disciples through the Great Commission is motivated by the Great Commandment. And you know, in the past, I think I've I've reversed that. And and maybe in the past, I've made disciples of void, you know, mm-hmm. instead of disciples of Jesus. And 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 I think with the motivation of That's love, good. having that, it's it it really has transformed my relationships. I've. I feel like I'm more available now in my life for people that are going to be at my funeral, especially those that are going to be sitting on the first two rows in the reserve section. I've, I've tried to block off time on my calendar to to reserve time wow. for them and to be there for them and and trust God that these other relationships and these other projects will either take care of themselves or find
1: another person that can you know give leadership there. I hope our fellow influencers that are listening just caught the wisdom that you just dropped. That you're being more intentional to love and invest on those first two rows of people that will be sitting there at the end of your journey. That that's wisdom right there, my brother.
0: No, I was just going to say I I, I I do want those who know me the best to feel like I love them the most, and sometimes that's hard to do.
1: Yeah. So you, you write about people's stories um, and bringing wisdom and you, you emphasize the faithfulness of God, the love of God, um, and, and how can God in his wisdom work with many of us that are flawed and unfaithful at moments to, um, to find wisdom when we're really not perfect, How does that work? It's a really good question. I'm I'm so glad that God uses
0: imperfect people to accomplish his perfect will. I really, I really believe that. And that's the beauty of grace and the beauty of uh, the Holy spirit empowering us. I think for me, uh, what I'm learning is as, as I'm flawed and as I make mistakes, I have to reset back to abiding in him and resting in him you know, he says in that john 15 mm-hmm. to, he f- five times and i believe it's the king james he says t- to abide in him to abide in his love to abide in his joy and to abide in his word make this just four times but and of course we know re- abide means to remain so especially when i'm feeling unloved or i'm feeling like a failure or i'm feeling like i don't deserve this opportunity or i don't deserve this relationship by really abiding and really who he says that I am, um, I was, I, I love during my shaving time each morning, I'll, I'll put on uh, worship music and I was listening to Maverick City. And one of the courses was repeated. I am who you say I am. You know, I am who you say I am. And it's just a beautiful, yeah. uh, beautiful course. But there's this little plaque. I have Scott in front of me every morning during my time of the Lord. And I thought it'd be appropriate if I could just read a couple words here from Henry now oh yeah sure go ahead Uh, this so this is called you are beloved by Henry now and personally as my struggle reveals I don't often feel like a beloved child of God but I know that this is my most primal identity and I know that I must choose it above and beyond my hesitations strong emotions self-rejection even self-hatred justifiably toss me about but you are free to respond as you will you're not what others or even you think about yourself You're not what you do. You're not what you have. You are a full member of the human family having been known before you were conceived and molded in your mother's womb. In times when you feel bad about yourself, try to choose to remain true to the truth of who you really are. Look in the marriage day and claim your true identity act ahead of your feelings and trust that one day your feelings will match your convictions. Choose now and continue to choose this incredible truth. As a spiritual practice claim and reclaim your primal identity as a beloved daughter or son of a personal. Creator, and so I I try to reset and renew every morning with that truth so that whatever frame of mind, I find myself, maybe I'm celebrating a success. That's great. I'm reminded of who who the person is that gives the success. Maybe I'm struggling over a health condition Mm -hmm. that I'm fearful about. I'm still his, and I'm going to trust him through the process.
1: And, and whether you're quoting uh, Maverick City or Henry Nauman, the truth is, is real wisdom, I think, is when we find our identity in who God says we are, not who this world that swirls around us, pulling us this way and that way. And I really think that's a, 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 a central call to wisdom, to know who you are um, in God. And as we walk this journey, we don't have to be perfect. Uh, to receive wisdom God's grace gives us wisdom at the place that we're at but let me ask about just a lot is going on in the world a lot of tragedy uh, trauma um, how how can God's wisdom come into people who have gone through trauma facing tragedy or what the what the scripture calls they're in the the fellowship of suffering how can goodness come out of dark valleys? And what's the wisdom in going through dark valleys? You know, we've been in community with four other
0: couples for 12 years now. And I really believe, Scott, that a, that a critical part of of um, what we're talking about here with tragedy and hurt and pain and suffering is we're so much better together. And the body of Christ is exactly that. It's the body of Christ. Mm. And I know right now that I've got a brother just right down the road that if if I need to call him, he's here. He'll drop exactly drop whatever he's doing. Um, We we know each other inside and out. I mean, each couple has argued with each other in front of the other couples. I mean, I mean, real arguments, you know, not 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 the not the the real, uh, you know, courteous arguments. But um, we call those humdingers humdingers. And so having safe, having a safe environment for our pain so we can say out loud our pain and our hurt and our challenge and ver- verbalize it in a way to say, you know, I know God's for real. I know Jesus is on the throne. I know he's in control. But I just have to say right now, I'm, I'm afraid and I don't know what's going to happen. And I don't know where my child is going to end up right now. My child won't even talk to me. But you know, so having that safe environment to truly love one another as Christ loves us. And so so it goes from kind of that abiding ourselves with Christ, but then it also continues in community as we move into community and we abide with one another. And we're all we're all seeking to encourage one another, love each other, you know, even call each other out, you know, when we need to.
1: Now now your most recent book is called spirit calling which is really um, a, a year-long journey of devotionals and finding wisdom but as, as you delved in to a study how is your relationship you talk about community community with other brothers and sisters but how is your community your communion with the holy spirit been in this journey of writing and maybe your relationship with the holy spirit grown over over this writing process the study of the Holy Spirit was a a huge blessing <clears throat> in my life,
0: just knowing that he's available to comfort to encourage and um, it was it was it was uh, something that I'll never forget and I, and I want to continue to keep the Holy Spirit as part of my regular rhythm of uh, depending on God and you know be encouraged by Jesus and forgiven but but the Project the Spirit Calling book really kind of reset my thinking back to, you know, really d- the fruit of the spirit working through my life and how important it is for me to depend on the vine, you know, as the branch. Um, my wife is a great gardener and she has a, a small greenhouse and I've been watching my share YouTube videos around gardening. And one thing that I've learned from her in watching these videos is uh, on branches, uh, really have to be careful to look at these small twigs that pop up. And they're literally suckers to kind of suck the nutrition uh, from the, um, the branch and doesn't allow it to bear the fruit to the point that it needs to. And, and so, I, of course, I'm applying that to my own life. You know, how do I need to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal in my heart those little twigs of, you know maybe it's sin or maybe it's unbelief or fear, or whatever it is in my life that's popping up allow him to prune back um, whatever the distractions might be so that I can be totally full of the Holy spirit and, you know, seeking to follow him, to love him, to allow the fruit to grow in my life. And, you know, another thought about the Holy spirit and the fruit of the spirit, you know, the the very first fruit is love. And I think that's important. You know, every word in the Bible is there precisely for a reason and, you know, love to me is kind of that four year into the Christian life. And, you know, then the other rooms of the house of our life are full of the other. So when I'm resting in God's love, allowing him to love me well, loving others well, the spirit expresses itself the most. You know, that is our brand as followers of Jesus. Um, love is our brand. And, you know, the old hymn, they'll know we're Christians by our love. And, and so I have to ask myself regularly, am I living on brand? Am I, am I living in the fullness of the spirit? No or my striving in my own strength. And so, yeah, these 365 devotionals in the Spirit Calling book, um, each one is really prayed over and the theme of love is throughout each one of them. And so I'm really excited about this book. I think it will bless those that uh, can pick up a copy. And and there's shorter devotionals as well with with a prayer at the end. I think it will bless them. I did want to mention kind of lastly my favorite uh, scripture verse that's kind of tied to everything we've talked about today about wisdom, about love, about God's faithfulness. It's in Psalm 143A in the NIV version. Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, for I've put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go, for to you I entrust my life. So I'll leave you with that just starting each day, allowing the Lord to love on us with His unfailing love so that we might trust Him to show us the way.
1: Boy, I want to thank you. Your wisdom that you have shared today has been absolutely amazing. And I want to encourage people to get Spirit Calling, uh, a devotional walk, finding wisdom in the Scriptures. You can go to www.wisdomhunters.com And you can find this amazing resource, as well as some of the others that Boyd has talked about today. And I just want to say, here's a simple. We started with a promise from James chapter 1. And so just together, we humble ourselves and we pray. We say, Lord, we admit we lack wisdom. And we're coming to you with open, humble hearts and saying, Lord, give us wisdom today to do the right thing at the right time that glorifies you blesses the world, and increases our effectiveness as salt and light. Amen. Thank you, friends, for being part of the Influencers Podcast. I'm Scott Young. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Influencers Podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. If you enjoy our content, we would love for you to subscribe and have the opportunity to tune in to future podcasts. You can follow us on all social media platforms at The Influencers Podcast Official. You can stay up to date, hear more inspiring content, and unlock your full potential as an influencer.
0: Remember to use your influence to create lasting change that draws the world closer to Jesus.